0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn.
1: Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast, Raw Rundown, where we give you the top 10 stories of the week. I'm joined by Dax Holt. My name is Adam Glenn. We are two entertainment journalists who have more than close to two decades of experience. So we kind of give you our perspectives on it, but we also kind of give you everything you need to know. So you know what's going on in the world of pop culture for the weekend. Dax, how are you? I'm doing good.
0: Can't complain. Everything is going well. It's very foggy here in California right now. Uh, well, okay. at least at my house.
1: How has the vibe <laughs> been like in and out in your area ever since the hurricane or was it even a hurricane? I don't know. That's what
0: it was. It wasn't. It ended up, well, at least for here in Southern California, where I live, I can't say that that was the same for, you know, Palm Springs who got a ton of flooding. And I think even up in LA, they had a a bunch of flooding for my house in particular. It was not bad. We, it was a rainstorm at the most and um, like a, a thick rainstorm, but um it, it calmed down a lot, so they had downgraded it from hurricane to tropical storm to even less of a tropical storm, so um, we were
1: fine. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We, it's uh, sort of the end of the summer, which this is when the seasonal depression starts kicking for me. I hate it, man. I The, the winter stinks for my gig. It's just, I got to wear so many layers, like I've said, so... I'm trying to enjoy as much of the summer as possible right before Fashion Week. I'm curious to see who's going to be here for Fashion Week. I can see it actually doing pretty well because the stars have nothing else to do. But then I, I also could see the stars actually not coming and they just want to take advantage of like, the, their experience. They just want to have fun.
0: Yeah, so, can, can, can actors go to like fashion shows? They can, right? As long as they don't talk about any projects.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not like they they ever do. They're just there just to go to Fashion Week. And let me be clear, Fashion Week is the most odd thing ever. There's nothing going on. It's just so awkward, so weird. It's not – I mean, it's like an experience to say you go once. It's a place to go to get photographed. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't know why these people decide to go. Because <laughs> it could be – it's just – it's an odd thing. It's just – it's it's like an early Halloween.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to your fashion forward, fashion backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, before we get to the top ten stories of the week, Dax, do you have a review ready for us to read?
0: I do. Let's grab this one. All right, this one's from lynn 24 Five stars. I love this podcast. And then the uh, the rest of it goes. I love you guys so much. I wanted to let you know that I subscribed to Juicy Scoop after I found you guys. So Heather got a follower from Hollywood Raw. I love, the love goes both ways. Thanks for all that you you both do to keep us entertained. Love Crystal. See, that's what I'm talking about. Spreading the love.
1: That's uh, what Heather it McDonald
0: is. sent us four billion people. We've sent her one thing. So Heather, you can thank us. We accept uh, gifts, gift cards, anything. <laughs> yeah. More.
1: No, that's uh, it's well. People who listen to our podcast, I'm sure know Heather McDonald. Um, Yeah, so thank you, Heather. But thank you for leaving a review. If you want to leave a review, just go to the podcast app on Apple, put in Hollywood Raw, go all the way to the bottom, say a few kind words, put five stars. We'll actually read your review live on air. Now that we got that out of the way, Dax, let's start the raw rundown, shall we? We let's do it. Let's start doing it with number ten. Number 10, Jesse
0: James Decker uh, reveals, well, number one, she revealed she was pregnant the other day, so congrats to them. Uh, But now she is revealing that uh, she's going to probably reduce her breast implants over the next little bit. She says her, her, her breasts just get way too big during pregnancy and having the implants in there does not make it easier. So she kind of opened up about her body, um, in a recent Instagram post. Uh, basically someone had asked her on Instagram, are you nervous about, um, breastfeeding with the implants? And she said, no, no, I've had implants and I've nursed just fine. I will say the issue is if I had known we were going to have another, I wouldn't have gone so big because when I'm pregnant, they get massive, like quadruple in size, definitely will need a reduction. In the future and will downsize. It was fun while it lasted, but phew, they big already, and I'm over it. Give me some schmediums.
1: <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh she I well, first off, I'm not, I don't follow Jesse James Decker like I'm sure a lot of other people. I mean, not like it's a big deal. I did not know she had breast implants. Um, so that was very open, but she's uh it's funny how big of a news story this became and I how do stories like this become such a big story Dax and can you explain that Well I that? think
0: I think anytime someone speaks openly about some kind of surgery that they've done or enhancement that they've done I think it becomes news because people don't talk about it you know what I'm saying like you just kind of ignore it or they, they're not open and honest. And so when someone does, it becomes big news because everyone's like, oh, wow, they're talking about, it. they're ag- acknowledging it or they're you know, going out there and talking about their medical information and people find that fascinating.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting that it, it's – but do you think the press statement becomes big from – a PR from, let's just say, Jesse James Decker's side. So she says a quote. They said, this is a great quote. Let's push this quote out to all the articles, all the outlets, and make no, this the news. I, honestly,
0: with this one, I think this one happened very organically. Like someone asked her, you know when you can put up questions in your Instagram story? So it was kind of like, a ask me anything, I would say. Someone asked her the question, and she just responded in stories. And I think people saw it and... And immediately we're like, oh, this is a news story. I want to put this up.
1: See, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't know people just didn't even know she had breast implants. I didn't know, but maybe other I people didn't. did know. Um, I, I, I'm like you,
0: like, I, I know who she is. I know who her husband is. I feel like they get a lot of coverage in the media, but I don't personally follow them on a daily basis. So I had no idea.
1: She follows me on Twitter. Really? I've never wrote to her though. I'm pretty sure. You know Why what? She, she definitely did Twitter. follow me on t- I don't know. You know what? I think I posted one time I interviewed her and I posted the story that I did with her on Twitter and she followed me on Twitter, but then I never wrote to her at all. And I part of me wanted to do like setup shots with her and like hit her up and say, hey, let's, can we meet up? But then uh, nowadays I'm like, how much does she even check her Twitter? You know, I don't know. Yeah. How much, do, how often do you check your Twitter now?
0: I uh, never. And it's X. How often do I check my X?
1: X. Yeah. Sorry. X. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Never. I'm. Twitter, I feel like died off for me though, like years ago, before Elon, before all of it. I just kind of got out of it. It just wasn't as exciting. I'll go on if there's something to post about, but for the most part, I don't.
1: I don't Do I don't you? Really go on. But you had a big following on, tw- on X or Twitter.
0: Well, I did. My following grew when Kim was following me. So this was like years and years ago. Dr. Drew got me on to Twitter, he was like, I had done Loveline, and he basically was like, have you heard of this new website, you need to check it out. Because if you remember, Dr. Drew was massive on Twitter, because he was one of like the original people to like sign up. So he was like a big proponent for it. And he got me to sign up, I started and I was like, like, literally, my first tweet, I think is, I don't know what this is, Dr. Drew made me sign up. And then um once kim started following me i got a massive push of people because she only followed like 38 people and me being one so like all her people started to be like who the hell is this she would retweet me all the time we would tweet back and forth and so that ended up boosting my following and so you know i hit over that hundred thousand mark um a long time ago uh, on twitter and then i think since then i've like just stopped posting i've lost a ton of followers on there
1: Was it quick gain of followers when Kim started following? Like it would start like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd like sign on and every day there'd be, you know, I don't know, 500, 800 new followers. Like people. It's funny that fans think like that. Like who their favorite person is following. They're going to go follow whoever they're following. It's kind of weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah, No, that's, you know, I just thought of this is so random. I have to find out – like this year coming, I got a really busy fall and winter besides I got to do a little bit of traveling. And this has nothing to do with what we're talking about at all. But I just realized this right now that this is a campaign year. So remember that video I did where I just kind of started trolling people at like a Trump rally where it was like going crazy? Yeah. I need to find like these crazy rallies and go to them this year.
0: That would be fun. Yeah. I mean it would be
1: scary as hell too but –
0: You got to do it, dude. You got to do it for the dinero.
1: Yeah, the things I do for clicks. All right, that had nothing to (laughs) do with... Uh, That had nothing to do with Jesse James Decker, Twitter. I just, for some reason, that just popped in my head. All right. (laughs) Number nine.
0: Number nine, Elton John is in quote-unquote good health after being hospitalized for a fall at his home. Um, And so I guess he's on the mend after falling at his home on Sunday night. He's 76 years old, by the way. He was taken to a hospital and kept overnight for observation. Um, uh, It sounds like his reps put out a statement to USA Today saying we can confirm that the following – Uh, a slip yesterday, following a slip yesterday at his home in the south of France. Elton visited a local hospital as a precautionary measure. And then uh, following checkups, he was immediately discharged this morning and he is now back at his home in in good health. Um, So, you know, obviously we wish him well. um, And especially like... The dude is just having a good life right now, so you don't want to mess that up with, with silly little falls, but he had this massive tour, did really well, you know, finally said, I don't want to tour anymore, I want to spend time with my family, I'm just, I'm at the age where traveling around the world isn't what I want to do, and so he had ended that his farewell tour in the, at the Glastonbury Festival in the U.K., and then, um, yeah, he, had, he underwent hip surgery recently after a fall in 2021, and which forced a bunch of his tour dates to be pushed back. But uh, it sounds like all is good at, as of right now with him.
1: Good for him. I mean, uh, I, it's funny. I've seen, like, videos of Elton John in Greece and, like, you know, people in Greece party a little hard. and He kind of, jam- you know, went to the DJ table and started to, uh, you know, play some you know just started to like jam out with the dj and sing and stuff Ellen john to me is one of those people where he was ahead of his time as a flamboyant type singer yeah i I, he wasn't i actually think to me the movie hurt my perspective of him
0: really i i finally got to watch it for the first time on my flight to germany the other day
1: and what you think
0: I thought it was interesting. I, I don't know. I, I find these m- movies on these massive stars' lives really fascinating. Like, obviously, the one on Queen I found really interesting. Uh, um, this one was, I don't know. I, I, For me, it opened up my eyes of what a crappy home life he had as a kid, which just sucks. Like, he was able to persevere even with growing up in a just a tough tough situation and then the that's, people around him being moochers all the time and just using him for money and um uh, i don't know just it was kind of sad
1: so that part i learned about which i never knew and i was like okay that's just an interesting thing to learn about him besides that i didn't think the movie i thought the movie fell a little flat again mm-hmm. just my opinion i actually liked bohemian rhapsody the queen movie i thought that was a really fun movie um freddie mercury interesting person and again, Elton John was a unique guy. He was very – at that time, because now we see flamboyant stuff all the time. But now when
0: – When are we getting the Madonna one? For sure, there's got to be a Madonna biopic. That's
1: going to be a great yeah.
0: That would be so good.
1: Madonna's had a crazy story. And it's still – I feel like there's still so many layers that we still don't even know about Madonna. Mm-hmm. And I think she people needs forget to, about like,
0: And I feel like tell your story like I want to hear the story from her perspective, you know, because it's very different where you have like this Whitney Houston movie that came out, but it's like after she's already gone. So you're kind of, you know, what parts of that are realistic? Whereas Elton John, you know, that is 100 percent factual because he told his own story. And I would like that by like a Madonna. I think that'd be really interesting. Even I don't know. There's a lot of huge stars. I'd love
1: to just find out about their lives. So Madonna's getting up there in age. So, at what point in her life does she decide, "Hey, let's do a movie"? I gotta think soon, right? And who do you? I'm sure there's been talks about it. I'm sure there has been,
0: especially when you see the success of all these other big movies about, you know, Ray Charles and all the, and a lot of these movies, those actors become nominated for the the Oscars because you're playing someone, so you have to dive into their life and you know, Taron Edgar was up for an Oscar for, for that. Um, what was the guy that played Freddie Mercury? Um,
1: uh, Rami Malek.
0: There we go. Yeah.
1: All right. Please forget Elvis. You've had all these people. So yeah, it's only a matter of time to Madonna gets a movie. Number eight. Ooh, Amy Sedaris.
0: Uh, she wished Michael Jackson a happy birthday on social media <laughs> this week. And it did not go over so well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she basically were telling followers groove to some of the timeless mu- uh, music that Michael Jackson created and honor him on his 65th—what ber- would have been his 65th birthday—on Tuesday, and everyone was like, uh, "Amy, no." <laughs> uh, basically, people started filling up her comment line saying, Amy, I've loved you for a while, but we do, I don't understand how you endorse a person like MJ. I'm sad about this. Another one said, let's not glorify him anymore. Another person wrote, um, we can celebrate the music without condoning the human flaws, mistakes, crimes. I don't know how anyone that didn't grow up with Michael Jackson music. Um, it, it was back and forth. So you had obviously some people like, yeah, I wish him a happy birthday. Other people were like, know with all of the issues that he had in and out of court and, you know, these new allegations that have come forward from Wade Robson and uh, a lot of people, it, it's a really interesting topic with Michael Jackson, I must say, because for a while, people stopped playing his music on the radio and now I feel like his music is back on the radio. And it's like, so wait, are we supposed to like Michael Jackson? Not supposed to like Michael Jackson. I mean, he was acquitted of his, his crimes back in the day, but there's all this new supporting evidence with new allegations. So it's like, what is your thoughts on MJ as a topic as, as a whole?
1: You're damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't, it's like, we decide that we're going to play R. Kelly music, like R. Kelly music. You can't play on the radio anymore. It's just no, no more R. Kelly. But Michael's like, he had a few more hits. So we're it, a few more,
0: a lot, a, a lot, lot of hits. More. This guy so, had a
1: lot of hits. Yeah, he, it's, he
0: and here's the thing: he was one of the most talented artists who ever graced the planet. But he also had a very rough existence. How about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. I think it's part of history at this point. I don't know. It's I don't know how I feel about it. It's I'm still trying to. I, it's just the internet. It's hard to me. It's just, you can't please everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things where it's like, Hey, let's talk about this was his birthday. Cause he was happy birthday. This was the, he was acquitted. Uh, do I think everything he did? With, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's
0: a thinking. lot of skeletons in his closet is what it comes down to. Um, I can, can you like, here's the question. Can you like someone's music, but not like the person? Is that okay? Yes. Is that allowed?
1: I, I. It's one of those things where I'm a comic, okay? There's a few comedians personally I don't like. But I'm able to put that away and say, hey, they're good. You know, there's some actors who... Okay,
0: here's a good one. Tom Cruise is weird AF. But do I like him every time he comes out with the movie? Yes. But he's weird. It was a different sort of child abuse.
1: <laughs> this guy, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying I don't
0: necessarily... <laughs> Okay, sorry. I, I don't want to equate him to a a molester. Or <laughs> That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying on a personal level, I think Tom Cruise is very strange. So I don't necessarily like him as a person. Do I like his artwork? 100%. I love his films. He is one of the most talented um, actors on the planet. So I guess I was just trying to equate that back and forth.
1: R. Kelly is a felon right now? Did he make mm-hmm. some banger songs? He did. Michael Jackson. At the end, he 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 came off not guilty. There was some weird things going on. I still think it was very weird that he had children and his everything that went with it was definitely awkward and weird. He did have some great music. It is what it is. Yeah. So, I, okay. So we
0: we we are agreeing that you can like someone's artwork
1: without liking them. I could say that, I okay. guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, if Hitler just made a fucking banger song, I don't be like, yo, you hear that new Hitler? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me to actually say that line, Dex. With that said, it's more about like, for me, just the internet going crazy just because she wished Michael Jackson a happy birthday. I'm mm-hmm. sure she wasn't thinking that much into it. It was more of just thinking about what he's done is for weird. music I,
0: I actually am very curious about this if you guys um if you're in our private facebook book group off the record can we can we start up a topic because I, I i'm genuinely curious because now that you said that like the hitler name yeah <laughs> it does make you wonder like i couldn't like anything that guy put out you know what i'm saying like but uh, God
1: damn, this is a tough. This is a tough topic. It's can a tough topic, like, and I don't have a hot like, angle.
0: Yeah, can you like someone's art if if they're a shitty person?
1: This is talk so about that. Yeah, talk about that in a private Facebook group. Don't come after us. We don't know. We're trying to figure it out. We just don't have a a good perspective on it because it's it's hard. It depends on the person. So we have a private Facebook group called Off the Record. It's on Facebook. Um, if you have a conversation, you have a perspective. I'd love to hear it because I love. I'm all I may about just put it In there,
0: yeah. I may just put it in there today and let people talk and then when this drops tomorrow, they'll know what we're talking about.
1: I'm like keep saying like and I'm just like stumbling on my words cuz I don't want to get canceled, but yet again, I don't have I don't know how to figure that out. I don't have a good answer. I don't know. Put that in the group. All right. Number 7 decks.
0: Number seven, Kanye West, I guess he is going to be releasing a new album. This is going to be the first album since his anti-Semitic controversy. Um, And then, uh, you know, this is his first album since being with his new wife, Bianca, and just kind of all the crap that's been going on with him over the last, um, I don't know, two years, I would say. So, And this will be his first all- album since the Donda 2 release, which was exclusively released on that STEM player back in 2022, where you had to spend you know, $214 to get the STEM player to listen to it. It wasn't released on CDs or records like in the past. Um, and, and it's funny how much controversy or just fascination surrounds Kanye West at all times him and his wife have been all over Italy going through Venice and all this kind of stuff and I don't know if you saw the photos of his like full ass cheeks just hanging out on the boat in Venice where he was wearing this black coat and he goes to sit down and it's just like his butt is out of his pants how do you not yeah. feel that or do you feel it
1: and not care I, I mean, it's got to feel good, the air blowing in that air. You know? like, <laughs> Just airing out the cheeks. I, but did you see there was a photo? I It looks like that she is performing. Uh-huh. Like, she's doing the good – she's doing something – I don't know how to say this without, like, the YouTube coming down on us. It looks like she's using her head
0: to oh, give it- him – yeah, it looks it looks like they're doing some funky stuff in the boat. Yeah. But the, but the boat has like a glass window right there. So I don't think that that's what's actually happening. Okay. I don't think that she's getting a blowy on the boat where it's next to another boat. Like I just, I think that that's like, so on those um, little like water taxis in Venice you can sit up on that back area but then there's also seats that are dropped down. So I think what we're looking at is her sitting on the seat that is like down a little bit lower, kind of like in his legs. I don't think she's giving him
1: yeah okay favors here. They are all over Italy and I I am very curious of the brigade that Kanye West goes around in Italy. Like I'm just curious when they move around. Obviously they have a photographer. I don't think there's that there might be I don't know what the paparazzi scene is like in Italy. But I'm mm-hmm. curious if they ride, ride around bodyguards. This girl knows what she's doing. They're very, you know, they're giving enough for photos. Her fashion's out there. It's very sexual. She's got a great body. I mean, this girl's going to become a star. Why does
0: Kanye make all of his women cut their hair off? I don't get it.
1: Remember Amber, Amber Rose?
0: Rose? Yeah, shave your head. This this woman, I mean, she she looks very similar to Kim when she has hair chop all your hair off diet blonde. Okay. Now diet black. Now let's give you like a, uh, like a hair wrap. Like he it's weird how much he like molds his women. Like it's kind of like gross at a certain point. Like I know it's like fashion and he uses them as like muses, but I don't like this controlling, like you dictate how your, your woman should look. It's weird.
1: So we just got a hot tip in right now that Carl Radke And Lindsay from Bravo Summer House, they have called off their engagement. So remember last season, last Mm -hmm. summer, they got engaged. And now there's some speculation, some rumors online that they have broken off their engagement. Well, didn't we
0: get Carl like right around that time too?
1: No, we got Carl like during COVID. We got, uh, yeah, we got Carl a long time ago. But Carl was engaged to Lindsay. Now there's obviously speculations that the two have gotten, have broken up. Mm-hmm. From what we do know, and this is what I do, I actually, as we're recording this podcast, um, I was before I started talking to one of the new cast members of Bravo Summer House, and I asked them if it's true. And apparently, they wrapped the show last weekend. They they just got filming this season. They wrapped it last weekend. This person says they don't know if it's true, but they think it is. Wow, interesting. Pretty wild. Again, there's no confirmation yet. Just rumors. But coming from a new cast member, the person is saying that they think it is true. I don't know if they're just adding gas to the fire and trying to get us talking about Summer House so people are confused. Or if this just brings more excitement to the show because it just got done filming. Of course, I don't know. There's a lot there. But I don't know. Random story to add to the uh, raw rundown. Let's go to Mm -hmm. number five, Dex. Uh, we're on six, so number six, number, sorry. number
0: six, uh, this is a weird story this week. But uh, Bachelorette star, Jost Setter, I think is how you say his name. Um, basically, he had died this week. That was the story that was going around. He had passed away. There was this big lengthy message that was posted on his social media saying, it is with extremely heavy heart that we share this tragic news of Joshua's unexpected passing. As all of us knew him uh, and can contest, Joshua was an incredible bright light in an increasingly dim world. His fearless voice and, you know, it went on and on and on and even had like the, for anyone who has experienced a, a mental health crisis, needs help. You know, they provided the phone number, the whole thing. Dude is alive. And for our 18 hours, this story spread like wildfire all over the internet. And then he was like, oh, by the way, no, 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 I, I'm alive. He goes, my, um, my Instagram was hacked. And so um, that's why. And then he actually sat down with TMZ, did the TMZ Live, and they were like, wait, so why wouldn't you have like, let people know sooner? Like TMZ even called right when they got the news. They started calling all family, friends, and people were hanging up and saying no comment and um, all this kind of stuff. If you were alive, why wouldn't you squash that story? Why did you let it sit out there for 18 hours? And he goes, Well, I was trying to figure out who hacked my account and uh, to get in there. I'm sorry, Adam, who the fuck hacks an account to put up a death announcement?
1: Well, that happened recently with the with Assist, little Tay which, or whatever. Yeah, little were. Tay, whatever. And I still think it was really weird that they didn't act on it sooner. And, you know, the news outlets also can call the police department. If they know where she died, they will call the local fire department, police department, and see if there was any call to the house. If you don't know who to get in touch with the news outlet, at least you know at the police station, like you say, hey, if anybody calls, I'm alive. This is what's going on. And kind of use them as the buffer. Also, it's not – difficult to get in touch with someone these days. Yeah,
0: sir. I, I just, I'm not. There's emails. I like if I Google your
1: name in there, I could figure out how to get in contact with you It somehow. just seems
0: a little fishy, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. You, you, this gets posted. You wait 18 hours. Like, if people started calling my phone line because there was this death announcement, my wife would pick up the phone and be like, he's not dead. Like, what are you talking about right now? It's all yeah. good. Like, he was hacked, let it go, we're going to try to get it down. I also just think the the way that it's worded, it like it sounds like what someone would want to put out about themselves <laughs> if they passed away. Or do you enjoy getting to read all the posts about all the people that were talking so positively about your life? I don't know. I, something just seems off on, on this one. He is I, claiming... He was the victim that he has nothing to apologize for. So let me put that out there make it clear. He is saying he is not behind it, that he was hacked, and that is his story.
1: If anything, I apologize to your friends and family who might have thought you actually passed. Yeah. So it's like, hey, man, I'm sorry that I didn't reach out sooner or I don't know. I, I just think it's very fishy. It's very weird. PR stunt, possibly, maybe, but... I don't know. I, I don't think he handled it well. Yeah, it was weird. All right, number
0: five. Uh, number five, Irina Shank posing topless this week during this whole, like, beach day. Uh, but that wasn't the part that people were most shocked about. I mean, she's a super famous model. There's been lots of topless photos of her over the years, you know, and she was the one that posted them all over her social media. But people were like, wait, Bradley Cooper's with you? Like, what's happening? Because over the last couple weeks, we've been talking about her and Tom Brady and the fact that they are this new couple, they're traveling the world together, they're spending all this time together, and then she's posting topless photos, and Bradley Cooper's been hanging out with her on vacation. So people are like, wait, are you guys back together? Are you not? Like, what the hell is happening right now? But, um, you know, keep in mind, they do have a child together, so it's not weird for them to be hanging out. I think it was the topless photos plus the photo. It looks like they're kayaking her and, and Bradley are kayaking and he's shirtless. I, I don't know. This one uh,
1: caught a lot of people off guard, I would say. Yeah. I mean, they've been spotted together a lot since they've kind of parted ways. They, they obviously have a good relationship. Uh, because they have a child together. We don't mm-hmm. know for sure. We don't have confirmation of what's going on between Tom Brady and Irina Shayk? How does Irina Shayk compare to Emily Ratchkowski? Because they've both been around with some – well, not recently. Irina has been with some – Honestly, Irina is like – we don't give her the credit she deserves. But she's been with the biggest people in pretty much every single genre.
0: Mm-hmm. Soccer. Who
1: else has she dated? Football. Wasn't she with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo? Oh, really? I forgot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But that's only a few of the names we know. Like, you talking about just just alone. Bradley Cooper, Tom who's Brady.
0: Amazing, who's an A-list actor. Tom Brady. The GOAT of football. Cristiano Ronaldo. One of the best soccer players ever. Because I, I can't call him the GOAT because of Messi. Um, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. But I don't <laughs> even care. Um, uh,
1: but just... We This is the ones we know. Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Bradley Cooper. We're assuming, we're alleging Tom Brady. Those three alone, one of the best soccer players ever. One of the best male actors today. One of the best, or the best football player ever. Best quarterback.
0: Well, no, 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 no. Oh, are you talking Brady? Yeah, Brady. Yeah. Football. Sorry, I was going Spanish football.
1: Oh, no, like, no. And those are the Garcia. three that we know. We don't know, like... Let's say she possibly could have been with Leonardo DiCaprio. They, they roll in the same circles. Maybe oh, is it, was there even a rumor that
0: they dated or
1: anything? I don't know if there's a rumor or not. I'm just going by the guy. Oh, are you, you're just like making up stories over there. What's happening? No, but come on. I, they, we, know, <laughs> we know how Leonardo DiCaprio operates. Yeah. And this is one of the biggest models, one of the prettiest women in the world. So, I mean, if you look her up, she's rumored to have dated even Dwayne Johnson. She, uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry. She was in a relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio, apparently. She was in a relationship with Ryan Leslie, who's a musician. So these are people that the internet's saying that she was with, but the rumor is that she was with, with Dwayne Johnson. Mm. So she was with DiCaprio. Interesting. All right. She's 37.
0: She, looks I mean, that's not old. I'm 22. just saying, she's had,
1: a, she's had a hell of a LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> you now, her resume is great,
0: her resume is huge, and I mean, one of the most successful models out there.
1: It's crazy. Right? Number four,
0: uh, number four. Oh, this is interesting. Um, Pete Davidson opening up about uh, his use of ketamine. Um, you know, he he's been pretty open about his mental health journey over the years. I mean, he he has admitted to being very depressed on basically a a daily basis, and he wakes up in the morning, he just says, you know, I I feel down, I feel out of it. He says, you know, he needs to go for a walk, he needs to be in sunshine, he needs to kind of like get his body out of that daily depression. Um, But that he's also used ketamine. Uh, Ketamine was... Uh, approved by the Drug Food and Drug Administration back in 2019 um, in this, like, inhaler or inhalable nasal spray for adults with depression that has... Uh, I guess, been linked to being a very helpful drug uh, for a lot of people. And so he admitted that he is using it as well. Um, and if you remember, Pete's had a pretty rough life. He lost his dad in nine eleven, 11 And I think that was kind of where a lot of his depression stems from. Like his dad was last seen basically running into the Twin Towers before they collapsed. Um, he was a fireman in New York. Um, but yeah, I, I l- what I like about Pete is when he does speak openly because there's a lot of people out there that struggle with mental health and when you see a massive star who has done really well for himself say you know what I struggle too it's not just non-famous non-rich you know like you can relate to it I think a little bit more so anyway I just I like when he opens up
1: yeah so he um stopped in did us he's been doing a stand up Pete, uh, lately kind of low key just working on a new set he's got you know his kind of guys going with him he's he stopped in at the uh dave Chappelle comedy show Saturday night at Madison Square Garden during the stand up set he basically said you know um, his first he basically when he first his first joke was how he just got into rehab and what he was doing in rehab was ketamine and now he got um he's doing ketamine nasal sprays throughout the day It gives him, I wouldn't say a trip, but it kind of, it gives him a little dopamine. Boost. Yeah. yeah. So he's been doing that to cure depression. Ketamine has been a very hot angle as far as in the curing depression. It's been a very hot topic. There's ketamine places kind of, um, and it's your, what Pete's doing now is you don't, you could do it at your home. You don't need to go to a facility but ketamine has been a hot topic where you could go to a facility and you have a doctor or a nurse with you as you try ketamine. Mm -hmm. Um, The funny part about this is that when the outlet heard about the ketamine story, they called Pete's reps and his publicist specifically and said, Hey, we're doing a story about this ketamine um, angle. Do you guys want to comment on it? And Pete's team was like, no, do whatever you want. It's fine. It's like, we don't care. The next day, Pete's team apparently called the outlet, well, his publicist called the outlet, threatened to sue and said, you cannot do this story. This is a really rough story. This, you cannot do this. And the reason is, is Pete was, remember that accident he got into in this car when he was speeding yep. with his ex-girlfriend? Okay. And I guess they said that he wasn't using drugs. And for him to, for them to publicize this ketamine story can really damage his,
0: mm.
1: his relationship in that court case so they're nervous about that court coming after them, saying hey well maybe you were on ketamine during that so it's a very slippery slope and they weren't uh, really happy so they're like
0: they story. want to be open about mental health but they also don't want it to backfire in court that makes sense
1: exactly so yeah but uh pete went to the garden did very well performed uh 15 minutes he's on tour right now with his friends i guess he's getting ready for to possibly record a special and that special will do very, very well on Netflix. I think people will are curious to see what he has to say. They want to hear about his relationships. They want to hear about rehab. Pete's got a lot that people are curious about. So, um, but ketamine I don't know if I'll try I'll probably try it eventually. <laughs> um, I no, I mean it's not – it's it's illegal. It's le- I'm sorry. It's legal now. So mm-hmm. it's becoming like the hot health trend. And I don't know. I mean we'll see. Maybe a, I'll try what all the celebs are doing. I know there's a lot of celebs trying it now these days in these little like um, spa holistic health shops offering it and people are coming to check it out. So, yeah, that's Pete Davidson for you, number three. Number three, Nick Carter getting hit with another
0: lawsuit uh, from a woman who is claiming he sexually assaulted her on his yacht when he was when she was fifteen years old. Um, he is claiming that it is. Full of lies and BS, uh, but basically the woman is suing him, saying this happened multiple times back in 2003 when she was 15, he was 23. Uh, she claims that Nick forced himself uh, on on her aboard a yacht and on a bus after plying her with alcohol, and so he's vehemently. How do you say that word? Vehemently. You said better than the I did. Him- Denying <laughs> that it happened, uh, claiming the lawsuit is full of BS. This accuser, uh, you know, his team saying the accuser filed her lawsuit anonymously. And now she's the third woman uh, who is suing Carter for sexual assault. Uh, his, his team said that uh, the woman made her allegations against Nick two decades ago. Authorities investigated her claims and found no merit to move forward with the charges. So she is bringing it back. Um, and Nick's lawyers are saying that the accuser is simply repeating the same false allegations in a new legal complaint, but says doesn't make them any more true. Um, So yeah, this is like we said, this is the third one. There's a woman named Shannon Ruth who filed a lawsuit in December claiming he sexually assaulted her after a concert back in 2001, when she was underage. And um, he said, well, he had witnesses to testify that Ruth is lying. And then there's a woman named Melissa Schumann, who is also suing Nick for an alleged 2002 sexual assault. Um, He denies those allegations as well. So a lot uh, – Nick's team's got to be pretty happy that they've got a lot of work on their hands. Uh, his legal team is probably racking in some major dough representing Nick Carter right now.
1: So, Dax, let me ask you this. With this situation, we talked about it last week. Nick is saying, "I this is totally ridiculous. I am innocent. He's not even trying to settle. He's trying to protect his name. Is that what you, what you would say is going on here? Yeah,
0: I think he's trying to protect his name. I also think – when you got three women coming forward, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire somewhere in there. I don't know where the truth lies. I don't know, you know, obviously I'd need to hear the full case come out. I just, you know, you got three people coming forward makes me start to question. It's not like one person is three. I don't know. I start to think, what's up? What? What's? What have you done in your life that is allowing three people to come forward to talk about,
1: you. Yeah, it's crazy because then like I feel like in our podcast sometimes we could come off as like conspiracy podcasts. Mm-hmm. But in this game, it's it's politics. It's 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 PR, it's image control. So I mean it's it's not really like I hope we think like when we say maybe something's going on there, we're not like questioning stun stuff like some we're not wearing the tinfoil hat in Hollywood. I am but
0: I'm literally wearing a tinfoil hat <laughs> my hat right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot to question with these people. So there's a lot of uh, money going back and forth to protect images because that's a lot of people are making money off one. Well, person. yeah, because you
0: know what? This affects all the Backstreet Boys because Backstreet still tours together. Yeah, and if Nick gets hit with all these charges, well, it goes back to our question earlier: Can you like the music without liking the artist? And if he becomes this pariah in the the group? People will stop going to backstreet concerts or they will have to get rid of him in the group and tour without him. Yeah. So he is, I'm sure, worried about his reputation. He's worried about all saving face here. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Number two number two drew carey is going to be hosting a uh, the price is right a tribute to bob barker on cbs um actually i think it may have aired last night uh, because this is coming out friday which means we're recording it thursday and i believe it airs thursday so i believe it already came out um but basically they're going to go back and look at his time on air uh his 35 years that he hosted on um, The Price is Right, which is just incredible. They'll look back at some of like his first show, his last show, um, his, you know, all of his time that, you know, his relationship with Adam Sandler. Like, I think they're going to really just dive into Bob Barker's life, which is pretty awesome. And then to obviously have Drew Carey, who is his predecessor on The Price is Right, do the whole hosting and they'll air it on, um, I, I want to say, is I, I'm sure it's going to be on CBS, because that's kind of the, the home of Bob Barker for so long. Yeah, it'll be on CBS, so there you go.
1: Yeah, um, Bob Barker, what a legend. I mean, he was one of those guys where he was just a host, well-loved. He didn't do anything outside his life besides doing some cameos like in a Happy Gilmore movie or doing some of the WWE, but he stuck to his roots, always in a good mood. Like He was he was, a, he was an icon.
0: And he I know really to is. spay and neuter my pets, thanks to Bob
1: Barker. Why do you say
0: that? That was his tagline at the end of every show. What do you say? Make sure you spay and neuter your pets. Because he didn't I didn't yeah, know Yeah, he was all about like uh adoption, pet animal adoption, and you don't want to make more pets, so he wants you to spay and neuter your pets.
1: It's like you the whole thing. How do you not know that? Honestly, I love, I think Bob Barker was great. Even from the microphone, he stuck to his roots. You know, you, it was a classic show mm-hmm. that I never watched. What? Yeah, I wasn't I a Price is Right guy. I love The prices Right. Really? Yeah, I never Loved got into it, it as much. Hmm. Uh,
0: oh, hey, we need to talk this story before we keep going. There's a new story that just dropped about 50 Cent. Um, So this is going to (laughs) be 1.5, story number 1.5, but 50 Cent hurling a mic into the crowd in anger and got a woman right in her forehead. So he was at a concert here in Los Angeles. He was at Crypto.com Arena on Wednesday night and this is part of his final lap tour for 2023 and during the performance i guess he was handed several mics that didn't work and it just pissed him off so he was on stage with yg at the time the and yg was singing a song and then like suddenly 50 turns to one side of the stage and just (laughs) chucks the mic And then hits a woman right in the forehead. There's photos if you want to see her photo, like her forehead all bandaged. And then another one, you can see the gash in her forehead. Um, And it doesn't look like the normal stories that we've had where someone's throwing something up on stage. I think he just threw the microphone. Unfortunately, it went into the crowd and hit her. And I'm sure she's going to have a fat lawsuit on her plate.
1: Yeah. I wonder how much you actually get. I just want to hear uh, I just want to know how much you actually like receive or I, something I, like that. I think she'll probably get I mean what do you think? $100,000, $200,000 from this? You have a scar for the rest of your Listen let, let me ask you this, Dax. How much money if that happened to you? How much money would satisfy you because you're on television, so your face is a big part of your look for mm-hmm. what you do. How much it's going to be a scar. How much would you take where you'd be satisfied?
0: Well, my face is worth three million dollars, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Three million
0: dollars. No, I, I have no idea. I, I guess it would, it would. I don't know. I mean, shit, dude. I mean, I guess you go to court and they battle art. It's probably not even court. This will stay out of court. This will just be a payoff. But I would say um, like
1: one fifty, where you get like a mortgage on a house. Like, you know, like, or not even you could put like a down payment on a house. I mean, I, I'd probably push for like $500,000. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, 50. I need 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 50, you're paying 500.
0: Um, I feel like you if- could get that for like pain and suffering. And it's like, this is my, f- uh, you know, you're going to be like, oh, I get headaches. Like, I see this turning into a whole thing. But at the end of the day, yeah, this, you have a, a giant scar on your forehead now.
1: So who pays the money? Is it fifty? It's gonna be his insurance.
0: insurance. He's probably got some kind of umbrella policy
1: for shit like this. Wow, that's crazy! This insurance—that's a shitty insurance company to be like. Oh man, we had it so good. Finally, he used us. (laughs) Like, um, no, it's funny. Fifty Cent used to be the kind of guy where anytime I would get him, he would beat you with kindness and like, "Yo, Mm -hmm. give me your phone number. I'll call you next time I'm around." All right, cool. This could be awesome. 50 Cent has my number. And then he never calls you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I did see him one time in Miami, and I was with Fat Joe. And I went um, – like Fat Joe's like, oh, this is my guy right here. And he brought me. And then like 50 was like really cool. So uh, it's – 50 is 50. What are you going to say? All right, Dax, the number one story of the week. Uh, number one story of the week. Ugh, I don't
0: even <laughs> – I, I like literally – it's like making me repulse this – Kim and Croy never ending drama but Kim was at the airport this week and then uh TMZ cameras caught her I think it was TMZ it may have been backward cameras caught her and started asking her like about the divorce and lo and behold she's still wearing her wedding ring and she's kind of like talking all optimistically about like you know maybe there's still a chance and and then Croy put out a statement to TMZ saying, "There's no chance. Um, we are still moving forward with the divorce." I'm sorry, he didn't put it out. The, one of his lawyers put out that statement. So unless Croy is not physically talking to his lawyer and filling him up the speed that they're actually doing for, I, I just can't do this anymore, Adam. Like, are they together? Are they not together? Are they divorcing? Are they not divorcing?
1: Like, I'm so over this fucking story. I agree. Um, it's funny cause you see the photographs of her walking and she tries to like, cover her face with her hand and it's always, is she wearing the ring? Is she not wearing the ring? It's, I, I don't trust these people at the end of the day. I don't mm-hmm. trust them. So I ask our audience, I ask the people at home, don't play into it. Don't click on it. Let the, let the less we click on it, the less the new news outlets the, will actually put the out the faster
0: story. it goes away.
1: Yeah. The faster it goes away. So yeah, I'm the first one to it.
0: send out. I'm the first one to send out the story in the group Facebook group. I'm like, look at this shit, guys.
1: <laughs> I'll say this: this is, I think, the number one story of the week for this week. However, I do not care about this story. I just don't care about them. It's. I like, like I, Brielle. Brielle was very nice in our podcast. I think she's yeah, very she cool and nice, and she's fun to follow on social media. But besides that, this people is like this. You know they what play though? with our hearts. They play with our emotions too much.
0: This is becoming one of those love-to-hate stories. Like, you love to hate on it so much that that's what's fueling it to the top of our rundown.
1: I will say this, because I just want to move past the story. This is them one story of the week. There's not much more to say about it, except them playing with our emotions. Heidi Klum's daughter was seen, and this is totally random. Heidi Klum's daughter, Lenny, or Lene, she's Lenny. 19. She's going to be the newest star right now. She, she, was, I called this to a buddy. Two weeks ago, she was like in like the Mediterranean, she was in Italy. Oh, she was she's on the yacht
0: with her, her dad. I saw and that. And she
1: showed off her body, and her body was incredible. And I and I mean in a good way. I don't say as a creep boy. She was 19. She's, she's got a great body. I was like, oh, this photo alone is going to make her into a star. Now here I am going to like Daily Mail, my, my everyday Daily Mail views. And every day since, she's been in Daily Mail, and mm-hmm. she's shown off her body. She looks well, good, it, though. She looks I great. I this
0: is – This is the, she now becomes the next model. Like it's weird. We've never, and I don't, maybe we've done this over the, or this has happened over the, the years and I just didn't know it before, but I feel like we have this like second generation of modeling where you've got like Cindy Crawford and now her daughter, Kaya is a, is big in the modeling world. You've got, wasn't Yolanda Hadid, wasn't she a model? And now you've got the Hadid sisters as models. You've got, Heidi Klum, oh, look, her daughter is going to become the next big model. Like, it's it's weird how this is, like, happening now.
1: Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of a fun way to build them up through the tabloids or the media because you want to see what their daughters look like. You always want to see what their kids look like when you have two good-looking parents. Wait. Mm-hmm. I wonder – wait. Lenny Klum, I guess who was her father?
0: Uh, it's that uh, that billionaire uh, Flavio uh, okay. Vittori or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. And I don't think
0: I don't think Lenny's last name is Klum. I think it's like Lenny Fattori or whatever the hell I just said.
1: Yeah, I just people want to see when you put two good looking together. People want to see when you put two good looking people together.
0: Uh, Well, her dad is not good looking, bro. Do you not know who this guy is?
1: No, I don't want to listen. I.
0: He's. He's very rich. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. No, Google him right now. Google, Google him, What's Heidi Klum is? and Flavio, and just look at the. Boom. And you'll and be this. like, oh yes, clearly he's a
1: billionaire. He's got just one of those looks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, dude, billionaires all like these like European billionaires. They all have the same look. What rich? They just they just look rich. Like it's like. I'm telling you, I've met a few of them, and they just look rich. But yeah, that guy, you know, listen, they they did well. He's done well. Good for them. Good for oh, them. There,
0: and you have to look at old photos. I'm looking at him now. He's he's lost a lot of weight. But back years ago, he was a pretty big dude. And I'm just like, this man is with Heidi Klum, one of the most beautiful women on the planet? Okay, we'll, we'll go with it.
1: Yeah. Oh anyway. yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at a photo with him and Lenny. Yeah, Lenny's going to be, be a star right now. He,
0: he's not. It's not ugly. He's just not. He has a look. Yeah, he's not exactly handsome. So I take back my ugly comment. He's not ugly. He's just he's not
1: ugly. He has he has a look like European wealth.
0: Yeah, he's he's not Eric Decker. How about we'll say that?
1: <laughs> oh, that's your <laughs> male crush. With that said, that's, that's our raw rundown. Weird way to end it, but I just saw it on Daily Mail. Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, uh, thank you. Uh, leave a review. That's best to do to support this podcast. Uh, we have a private Facebook group called Off The Record, which is a great community where you guys can talk to us. We talk to you. You guys talk to each other. It's just fun. Follow me at, at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.